A Florida man has been arrested for handing out free marijuana because it was Christmas. I can't think of a better reason to hand out free marijuana. And a school security officer sold his duty weapon and was caught carrying a pellet gun at school. And a Florida man drinks two bottles of liquor after a train hits his car, <laughs> police say. Ooh, these are the Florida Friday stories. That's right, guys. It's Florida Friday. It's Friday. The weekend is here. And what a better way to enter the weekend with some weird stories out of Florida told by yours truly, Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. This is a special episode because it's the final Florida Friday episode of 2019. Isn't that special? And I got a treat for you at the end of this episode. I'm going to be posting a... Uh, an episode, a former clip of a uh, a best of Florida Friday story for 2019, as voted on by my patrons. Yes, I had a little contest in the Patreon where the patrons could vote on their favorite Florida Friday story of 2019, and the winners there. And I'm going to post it at the end of this. You might remember it if you're a fan. Here we go. You're listening to Comedian Jonesy and Weird. AF News. And is it Weird AF on Florida Fridays? A Florida man has been arrested for handing out free marijuana because it was Christmas. Yes, enjoy some Christmas pot for all, one and all. What does Santa have in his sack? Well, a little sack for you, my friend. <laughs> Get so high that you'll forget that it's that it's Florida that you're living in. <laughs> Police in St. Petersburg, Florida, arrested a man on Saturday for handing out free marijuana to passers-by. Quote, because it was Christmas. I love that it was uh, to passers-by. <laughs> uh... Hand out some pot to everyone you meet. Like even kids walking by? I mean, passers-by is a very general term. That could be, uh, you know, pets as well. He could have been handing out marijuana to. All passers-by got a little sack from Santa's sack. Police reported that this guy, what's his name? This lovely man, Richard Ellis Spurrier, age 67. Hey, he was giving people marijuana in downtown St. Petersburg. Upon investigation, authorities discovered 45 grams of marijuana on Spurrier's person. On his person, handing out to passersby from his person. Spurrier was also in possession of a digital scale, a glass pipe, and a prescription bottle with his name on it. Oh, I see. He's got a scale. He's making sure everybody gets exactly what they deserve. So if you're naughty, you get a little bit less. If you're nice, you get a little bit more. He weighs it with his digital scale. Gives all the passers-by a little something. He's got a glass pipe, a prescription bottle. I wonder what he's taking. Probably, uh, he's probably on psych meds, right? Most of Florida's on psych meds, I'd imagine, right? Anybody in Florida not on psych meds? Raise your hand. Nobody. Oh, get this. Police also found a sword hidden inside Spurrier's cane. Huh. He's got a sword on him as well. I mean, well, that's in case anybody tries to steal his marijuana from him, I'd imagine, right? He's got to give out marijuana to the kids, okay? And nobody's going to stop him. I mean, unless you're the police. He was released from custody after being charged with possession of a drug paraphernalia. Possession of marijuana with the intent to distribute. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't intent to sell. He's giving it out. Is that really a crime? I feel like it's not. Intent to distribute means to sell, I think. 
right? That's in the definition of intent to distribute, I believe. This is this is some free holiday cannabis. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> right? Some Floridians who find themselves in possession of recreational weed seem to be more than happy to share it. Yes, that's what the article says at the end here. I mean, I've never... I have been given free marijuana. In fact, somebody somebody sent me some free marijuana that listens to this show. I'm not going to say who it was, but I appreciate you. <laughs> Jonesy's been having a green Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Not just red and green. Super green. Oh, I got to say, I love this Spurrier guy. I love how he, when interviewed by the police, he said he was giving it out because it was Christmas. Like, it was so matter-of-fact. Like, of course I'm giving out weed. It's Christmas, you dummies. That's why I'm giving it. Why wouldn't I be out here giving out weed for Christmas? What are you, crazy? Of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm wondering how high was he that he thought that was that reason would get him off. Oh, the police go, oh, you're, oh, it's Christmas. I for, Sorry, guy. Mr. Spurrier, I'm sorry. We forgot that it was Christmas. The only day of the year where you're allowed to just hand out an illegal substance on the streets of Florida, right? I mean... <laughs> Oh, you know, the Florida police should just be happy that he's not handing out bullets from the barrel of a gun on Christmas. <laughs> they should be happy he's just not on some other drugs, ripping people's faces off, riding an alligator. I mean, this is very minor, in my opinion. And the guy should be let off. I mean, all he's really trying to do at the end of the day is just allow people in Florida to enjoy the holidays because it's difficult to enjoy the holidays, you know? You got to hang out with your Florida family. Can you imagine what a Florida family must be like? Oh, goodness gracious. I can't even... I don't even want to imagine. A school security officer sold his duty weapon and was caught carrying a pellet gun at school. This is in a place called Sefner, Florida. A school resource officer was caught carrying a pellet gun on duty at an elementary school after he pawned his service weapon and some other police equipment that he was given to protect the students. Hillsborough County Sheriff told the media at a press conference uh, that the school resource officer Leroy King was caught when a supervisor stopped by Mango Elementary School to do a random check. Sheriff said the supervisor immediately noticed that this man was carrying a pellet gun instead of his official duty weapon in his holster. <laughs> okay. Like a BB gun? Is that what we're talking about here? Or like a plastic pellet gun that you buy? I don't even know if they sell those anymore. <laughs> I had a plastic little pellet gun when I was a child. I don't think they sell those in the stores. It must be a BB gun. Is that what we're talking about here? He's carrying a BB gun as if that's going to stop a school shooter, right? You think? <laughs> I've seen the weapons these school shooters tote. No, I don't think a, a pellet gun is going to cut it. I'm not going to cut the mustard with these guys. They have automatic weapons these days. Bazookas. Out of your mind. The sheriff said that uh, Mr. King was asked about his service weapon, and he made up several stories about where the gun was. <laughs> at, at that point, the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office launched an investigation into what was going on. And Mr. King ultimately confessed that he had sold the weapon. Yeah, I got rid. I sold it, you know. The sheriff's department said the school resource officer had also sold his ballistic vest and his weapon-mounted light. Huh. Got ballistic vests now to guard the schools? I guess it's a Florida school. You need that. Although, aren't all the kids armed in Florida? I thought they were. Those kids all have guns. You don't need to... They just... 
<laughs> they all have guns and pet alligators. Who's who's messing with those kids? <laughs> Nobody. The ballistic vest he sold. What is, what is with this guy? No oh, man. Here's a quote from the sheriff. It wasn't being fixed. It wasn't broken. It wasn't left someplace where he was taking target and shooting practice. He had pawned that security-issued firearm assigned to him to protect the children at Mango Elementary. Mango Elementary sounds like a lovely place. Well, not right now because the guy who's supposed to protect those Mango Elementary kids is, you know, gotten rid of his official weapon. (laughs) They caught him with like a slingshot. What is that? It's a wiffle ball bat. This is what I'm using to protect the kids. Where's your gun? I lost it in... I was playing Texas Hold'em last night. (laughs) He said that Mr. King had pawned the gun and other items at least six times between the start of school and the end of November. He pawned it and went and got it back this many times? Oh, this guy's very strange. What was he bringing to school as weapons the other time? Always a pellet gun? I'm wondering. He had a a paintball gun a couple of the days. (laughs) Come on. He's got like a a light-up Jedi laser sword. (laughs) Yeah, that'll stop an intruder. Oh, boy. You want to know what he's charged with? In in addition to uh, being an idiot, he's charged with the duty of protecting our most valuable and precious resource, and that's our children. That's what the sheriff said. As a parent, I'm disgusted that we have an individual that we have spent time training, that our school security system spent time hiring with one sole purpose, and that sole purpose was protecting our young children. Oh boy, he's been charged with giving eight counts of false information to a pawnbroker. That's a strange thing to. Is that a law? You're not. You can't give false information to a pawnbroker. Apparently, I didn't know that. So when you sell your wedding ring, you can't. You can't say that you found it. You know, on the playground. You can't be like, "Yeah, my wife doesn't know. I have to tell you the truth about this. Please don't tell her. I'm going to come back and get it. Hopefully she doesn't look at my hand for the next six weeks, okay? I got a bonus check coming. <laughs> lying to a pawnbroker is against the law. Of all the laws in Florida, lying to a pawnbroker is a law? Oh, boy. I just read a story where it said, text messaging and driving will now get you a ticket in Florida. That So for the entire decade, you could text and drive in Florida, no problem. But you can't lie to a pawnbroker? <laughs> You're backwards. You're ass backwards, Florida. I'm sorry. <laughs> Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A Florida man drinks two bottles of liquor after a train hits his car. That's a strange title. Had to do it. Titusville, Florida, or Titusville, if you want to giggle. A Florida man said he was so scared after he watched a train hit his vehicle that he pulled two bottles of liquor from the wreckage and he drank them at the crash scene. <laughs> okay. Huh. Now, so he got out of the car before the train hit it? Did he... How did this work? Authorities said the crash happened at 8 p.m. The driver was 43-year-old Danny Lee Wyatt and said that he was driving home from a liquor store when he missed the turn for his street and got stuck on the tracks as the train was coming. Oh, he got caught on the tracks. His car stalled, no doubt. Uh, Wyatt tra- tried to flag down the train's engineer. Well, that never works. You can, I mean, they show him in the movies trying to flag down the train, but they never stop in real life, I don't think. You can't flag down a train. You're crazy. 
Tra- he tried to flag down the train's engineer, but when he realized the locomotive wasn't going to stop, he got out of the vehicle. Oh, he was in the car the entire time. What is he, waving out the window? Please stop. Oh, this guy's a dummy. When he realized the locomotive wasn't going to stop. What moment was that? How close was it to your car when you noticed that it wasn't stopping? You drunk dummy. <laughs> you know, I got... I don't feel bad for people who get caught on the train tracks. That means you that means you kept going. You went around that little, you know, that little blinking barrier that comes down when the train's coming. Everybody knows you stop at the barrier. You don't keep going. Of course, some people try and they go around it. You know, they they swing it around and then they zigzag through the barriers. But that's very dangerous. That's what this idiot probably tried to do. He's like, you know what? I can't wait to get home to drink these two bottles of liquors. I'm going to drive right through the train barriers. Oh, stuck. I can't believe the locomotive isn't going to stop. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a Looney Tunes cartoon, bro. After the crash, Wyatt reached into his Kai Rio. Oh, Kia Rio. <laughs> wow. Oh, Kia Rio. I called it a Kai Rio. Um, I thought it was a type of liquor. I didn't know. <laughs> it's the car. Wow. Am I dumb? I'm on two bottles of liquor. Wow. He reached into his Kia Rio. And he grabbed a few things. He drives a Kia, of course. You know, He grabbed a few things, including two liquor bottles, which he said he immediately drank because he was so scared. That's what the affidavit said. He was so scared and frightened he had to drink those bottles of liquor. Huh. I, no, I understand. You know, there's a train coming. He can't stop it. you got to suck down that liquor. You're about to have your Kia totaled. It's a sad day when your Kia Rio gets wrecked by a locomotive. Didn't expect that on his way home from the liquor store, I'll bet. Riot, uh, police said Wyatt went home after the, after he went home. He just, he drank his liquor and walked home. Like, I guess I'll just leave my car there. No need. He returned later to speak with the officers about what happened. And when he arrived, he smelled of alcohol, but he was cooperative and polite. Yeah. Not too angry, despite his Kia being trashed, you know. Even though he was upset, he was, he was crying at some points, the police say. Of course, Sure. Because there was a third bottle of liquor that he wasn't able to get out of the trunk. That's why he was crying. Wyatt then failed a field sobriety test, but refused to supply a breath sample for a blood alcohol test, according to the affidavit. He was arrested on charges of DUI. His third offense within 10 years. Ooh. He's been arrested many times for this. He's always just getting caught on the train tracks with bottles of liquor, I think. That's what's going on. This guy's known for it. Oh, there's Wyatt again. This is the third Kia this year. Uh, I'm wondering, what is with the field sobriety test they have to put on him? I mean, he wasn't at the scene of the car. He went home, right? He went home and and drank the liquor and then, I assume, walked back to the scene without his car. So why are you giving him a field sobriety test? I'm so confused. This is one of those instances where, like, the Florida police are acting extremely cautious (laughs) compared to what they normally are, I'd imagine. Huh, very strange here. Can anybody explain this? I don't know the laws in Florida. They're back ass words, as, as, as I've already said. And just out of curiosity, does the do locomotives just keep going after they drive through your car? Just wondering. doesn't say anything about, like, if the locomotive stopped on the scene. Um, I assume if the locomotive stopped, then Wyatt wouldn't have left the scene, right? Wyatt would have, you know... I don't know, though. I don't know what Wyatt's up to these days. He just kind of seems to be... Uh, you know, living a life centered around his bottles of liquor and he doesn't care about anything else, you know, barely cares about his car. He walks away from the car, but he's got his liquor. 
The locomotives, I assume, they drive through your Kia and they just keep going to their destination, right? What's it going to do? Just It's going to be like a tiny little scratch on the train, right? And the, the train won't be damaged. These Kias are nothing, you know? They're tiny little weak cars. I don't know. I, I can't. I mean, I don't know. I don't work for, you know, a crime unit. I have no clue. And I'm just rambling on about this story. I should totally stop. I apologize. Please forgive me. Yay! Well, there you have it. The final Florida Friday episode of 2019. I'm glad you were here for it. I hope I made you laugh. I hope you've enjoyed all the Florida Friday episodes that we've put out there. And there's more to come because Florida's going nowhere. I mean, unless the ocean swallows it up because the glaciers are melting. (laughs) I'll give you updates on that as we go. Uh, Also, make sure you... Like, stay on here because I'm going to have that clip of the uh, best Florida Friday story of 2019 as voted on by my patrons. And I think you're going to love it. And I'll put it on after this. I'm going to publish some phone calls as well. Thanks for calling in, everybody. Uh, What else? Oh, yeah, you can always call in. You can reach me at 646-450-2012. On Instagram, it's at Funny Jones. On Twitter, at Funny Jones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. Thanks for reaching out and sending me Florida Friday articles, those of you who did. So appreciate it. Uh, also, check out the Patreon where you could have voted on the best Florida Friday story of 2019. Uh, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Those of you who are patrons, if you haven't seen, I've put up some bonus episodes and some other clips in there. So a little Christmas article. So make sure you go check that out. There's some weird stuff in there. Extra stuff. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you get notifications of that, so just you know, check it out. Go to the Patreon. If you are a patron, you can check out that stuff. If you are not a patron, go join it. You can just buy Jonesy a cup of coffee a month. That's all. Super easy. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Thank you, guys. It's been, a, it's been a nice ride with this Florida Fridays for 2019. A lot of weird stories out there for the year. I was very, very happy to cover it, and I appreciate you, you know, sending me articles the whole year. It's amazing. And lastly... Make sure you have yourself a nice weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. And now I present to you the official winner of the 2019 Weirdest Florida Friday story, along with a song I wrote related to the story right afterward. (laughs) Hope you enjoy it. The Florida police arrest a man who says that he stole pool floats to use for sex. A Florida man arrested in the theft of stolen pool floats told the cops that he used these inflatables for sex instead of raping women. That's a good thing, right? He thought so. Christopher Monin. Christopher Monin. <laughs> Monin. That's how they tracked him down. He was in the he was in somebody's pool moaning. <laughs> Come on, you can't make this up. He's age 35. 35 years old. Screwing inflatable photo of inflatable floats. Man, I thought my dating life was bad. This guy's. <laughs> At least I'm not dry humping inflatable pink flamingos. He was charged with breaking into the backyards of homes that had pools in Palm Bay and stealing the flotation devices, according to the affidavit. The affidavit said. The defendant stated that he sexually gratifies himself with the pool floats instead of raping women. Well, aren't we lucky to have you as part of the community, sir? <laughs> oh, there go, there goes moaning again. <laughs> he was just in my pool. Now he's having sex with that inflatable shark that my kids enjoy.
Well, it's better than raping my wife, I suppose. You know, it's better than he, he comes in the house and rapes my wife. That would be terrible. <laughs> I'll just buy I'll just buy a new float anyways. Monin was on a bike when the police stopped him at one in the morning. They stopped him as a suspicious person, as you should, because if you look at him, he looks like a suspicious person. He doesn't really look like someone that would have sex with pool floats, you know. He looks more like someone that would have sex with your your dead carcass. That's what. <laughs> when they found him on his bike, he was in possession of a garbage bag full of deflated pool floats that he had stolen. Obviously, <laughs> he was kind of. He steals them and then deflates them, takes them home. Puts them in his bed, deflated. And then, you know, he waits for one of them to move him. And then he <laughs> then he blows it. <laughs> he, bl- he blows it. And then he has sex with it in his, in his bed. <laughs> and, and then the following night, it's another one. It's like, oh, oh, I see you looking at me, turtle. <laughs> you want to get blown? <laughs> this is outstanding. Apparently, Palm Bay, Florida has been plagued with the theft of pool floats and more than a dozen reported burglaries in the past seven months. In some cases, the thief cut a screen door to gain access to the pool area. The police found approximately 75 pool floats in a vacant house where Monin admitted he was stashing them. He didn't even bring them home? He stashed them in a house? That seems strange. Maybe He probably doesn't have a... Maybe he's got a wife at home and he doesn't want her to know that he's also having affairs with pool floats. So he stashes them in a hiding spot and goes and has sex with them unbeknownst to her. I love how the neighborhood is just like, your pool float's gone? Mine are gone. Strange. Someone broke in? I mean, <laughs> only took the pool floats? Yeah, they only took the pool floats. There was a steak sitting right there on the barbecue. They left the steak. They took the pool floats. Well, at least they're not raping women out there. I can tell you right now. Let them take my floats. Just don't. <laughs> How do you defend this guy as a lawyer? I mean, how do you... How do you... He's been arrested on charges of... Uh, the, the charges always make me laugh because they're so funny sounding. Well, burglary, that's normal. Criminal mischief? That's a thing. He's been arrested for criminal mischief. I guess that's... Dry humping other people's pool floats falls under criminal mischief. And petite theft? Petite? What is this, Paris? Petite theft. Who, who who put that on the books? A Frenchman? Well, uh, yeah, we're going to we arrest you for petite theft. <laughs> Criminal mischief. <laughs> the media reported this last little tidbit. In one of the burglaries, Monin was accused of stealing a bacon-shaped pool float. Bacon-shaped. <laughs> That's just how they end the article. Just in case you're wondering what shape... What shapes he likes to get down with? Do you like uh, do you like curvy? Do you like your pool floats curvy? What do you like, sir? <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> are there pool float is there pool float porn out there that this guy watches? I wonder. 
Maybe he was making some pool float porn all in his own. That's why he was getting so many of them. Over 75 pool floats. He was going to make 75 videos. <laughs> Moaning the whole time. Oh, yeah, baby. I see you. I see you floating in that pool, baby. You looking out of sight. Oh, yeah. Daddy's going to come to you soon as I figure out how to hop that fence. Oh, yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to get a hold of you, baby. You know what we're going to do tonight. Just me and you. Inflatable alligator. I see you looking at me. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it all night. Yeah. No doubt. I'm hung up on your love. I'm going to deflate you. So I can inflate you. Oh, deeper and deeper. I'm in love with you. Sweeter and sweeter. I stole you from a pool. Eager and eager, yeah, to inflate you and make sweet love. Please her, please her. All night long I'm sleeping with a pool float. I'm gonna hump you, hump you, hump you. My pool float. I'm gonna rub you, rub you, rub you. My sweet pool float. I'm gonna want you, want you, want you. In my spare house. Oh yeah, cause my wife can't know, my wife can't know that I got a stash of sexy ass pool floats, you know what I'm talking about baby, oh yeah, (laughs) we're gonna be doing it all night as soon as she leaves town, thankfully my wife's a flight attendant so she goes for days, and that's when I'm gonna come around. I'm going to make love to all 75 of these floats that I've stored in an abandoned home. Oh, yeah, the sexy floats. I deflate them and inflate them. I'm going to give one to my friend because he needs some loving, too. I can't tell you how much I love you, pool float. I'm going to love you, love you, love you. I'm a sweet pool float. I'm gonna hump you, hump you, hump you. Inflatable bacon shape. I'm gonna love you, love you, love you. In every way. Oh, yeah, in every way. In every shape. I like pool floats that are... I like big ones. I like small ones. I like ones that have a hole in the middle. I like ones that have a cup holder. One time I made sweet love to the cup holder area all night long. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jonesy. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I'd just like to share you a little story about a barber who cut my friend Vance Darcy's hair once we were back in grammar school. Remember when everyone was shaving their initials in their head? Well, Vance Darcy wanted VD shaved in the side of his mullet, and I gotta give that barber credit. He wouldn't do it. Anyway, Jonesy, have a good one, man. I'll talk to you later. Oh, Jonesy, come on now, son. We all know that if you won $10 million, you'd be on the podcast 
Well, at least one more time just to tell us all the circuit. <laughs> hey, Jonesy, uh, it's Finn. Um, sorry, uh, I've been busy with, um, family, you know, because it's Christmas time, but, um, so I didn't have time to call you, but, um, I wanted to, uh, wish you a Merry Christmas, and also let you know again that your show is awesome, and I love it, and I listen to it, like, even on weekends, like Saturdays and Sunday, I will re-listen to the Florida Friday episode. <coughs> also, Jonesy. Uh, also, Jonesy. Um, I also wanted to comment about your story you did um, today about the um, uh, the the dude who shot the barber over his kid's bad haircut. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I'm a bit of a fashion guy, and I like to try to make my hair look nice, but a bad haircut is absolutely no reason to shoot somebody over. If you ask me, there are no reasons to shoot somebody. That's just my opinion, Jonesy, but anyway. All right, that's all I had to say. Bye. Out to that lady over there in Great Britain. <laughs> you can't handle it, huh, honey? You calling the police just because you got a hot honey? Ah, what the hell's wrong with you? Let's put a little something on a cop ball, Dobbit. Get on with your day. Merry Christmas. This is Michael calling from Iowa City. Just calling to wish Jonesy a uh, very Merry Christmas. And the same to everyone else in the Weird F News family. Just wanted to say that I was on my way out of town to spend the holidays with my family. And I just wanted to wish all the joy and happiness of the season to everyone in the Weird AF News family. Wish you the blessings of the season and all of the happiness of the holidays to Jonesy, and the entire weird family. So I hope that everyone realizes the true meaning of the season. It's not all of the bustle of shopping and gift-giving and presents and all of the commercial purchasing of gifts and all of that commercialism. It's nice giving gifts, and that's a good thing to do if you're giving from the heart but as they say Jesus is the reason for the season so if you're prone to think along those ways that's great if not just hold a good place in your heart for other people and if uh, the religious aspect isn't your thing then just think along the lines of giving from the heart and kindness and peace and joy and happiness for your fellow man. Maybe you can find a, a place for those kinds of thinking at this time of year. And at, at, at all year long, if not just at this time of year, then maybe just think of those things throughout the entire year. The New Year's coming, and it's a good time to make resolutions for 
being giving and charitable all year long. So enough of the, the lecture there. I just want to wish everyone a happy holiday season and uh, peace and joy at this time of the year and always. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, season's greetings to everyone. Take care, everyone. Be safe on the road and while you're in travel. And I wish everyone Godspeed. Love you, Jonesy. Love what you do. Thank you for all your kindness and dedication. Take care, everyone. <laughs> Jonesy, I have to say the, my favorite quote of this week's episode was, uh, you don't return the money, you morons, or something to that effect. That was pretty funny, I got to tell you. <laughs>